It is the pink after Liverpool beat Watford by two goals to nil at Anfield. I've got Kev Walsh, I've got Neil Docking. Neil first. You try to say, the manager tries to say, the players try to say, all the games, one game at a time, they all matter the same. The truth of the matter is, that just is not the case. Tuesday's <laughs> huge, next Sunday's massive, but today the job had to be done. And finally it was. It was a little slow at times, it was a little stuttering, it was a bit disjointed, but my God, was I relieved when we got, A, got given that penalty, yeah. and then B, when he slotted it. Absolutely, you've got to get the three points, that's what it's all about. Tonight is WrestleMania, and you knew this game was going to be a fight. You know with Roy Hodgson, Fuck uh, off, lads. 11 men behind the ball, it's not going to be a Stone Cold Classic. We're 1-0 up, you know, there's 10 minutes to go. They want six seconds on the you're WrestleMania fearing, thing. You're fearing man. getting hit by a stunner, and who steps up? The midfield ultimate warrior, Fabinho, and he scores the pen with a 1-2-3 delicious points for the Reds. <laughs> Kev, I can't believe I'm going to you as the grown-up. I honestly, I literally, I don't even know what to say. Yet. I can't believe I'm going to you as the grown-up, Kev. It is. It is. That's why he was late. He was writing that out the back, uh, Kev. Listen, we're delighted because because it is three points. This today, it wasn't a no-win. Listen, I'd be so much happier if they'd have gone and just rolled them five-nil. But when that doesn't happen for me, the key moment is thirty-five to forty-five. They get the goal, and then I'm thinking, right, go and kick on then till half-time, and then it just becomes an absolute dog second half. They defend so deep. They've got numbers behind the ball all the time. I hated. The long shots stop shooting Liverpool stop having shots from a million miles out you're always like that you you're a little fridge when it comes to shots I'm I sorry, am I'm, I'm, I'm a big soft fridge when it comes to I'm alright with the shots as long as the decent ones not them shitty ones and not when there's someone in a better position but you said before they, that they, all, they don't all matter the same next week's game doesn't matter a fuck if we don't win today does it do exactly. I mean? so we've got, to, we've got to do the business today first half I thought thought it was like where you could go oh I don't know whether it's going to go one way or the other here like, as in, you could dog it out at half time and get a nil-nil. Second the goal goes in. I think everyone on the ground, you, they had that one chance in the second half where they didn't. But then, I was the same as you. When we got that penalty, I was just like, oh, just an, <laughs> an absolute feel of just total relaxation. Just Because now you can think, sound, to be fair, all second half, we saved ourselves for Benfica. We've got loads in the tank for Benfica now, haven't we? But we've done our job, and now it's over to the Manx and see what they can do. It, the, 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 the thing about the team he has to pick is he doesn't want to pick Trent, which is perfectly reasonable. He doesn't want to start all three of Henderson, Fabinho and Thiago, which is perfectly reasonable. But what that means then he's got massive disruption on his right, because he hasn't got his best right right side at centre mid, he hasn't got his best right back, and then Salah's come back from, from, from the, the big emotional games. On the other side, Jota off the left. It's really interesting because he doesn't get as involved, I don't think, as Diaz or Mane. He's not as constructive in general play. But it's brilliant to see. It's Gomez's cross with Jota getting on the end of it. So we can talk all we want about them being a bit disjointed. But those are the lads who link up to make it 1-0 for Liverpool. And it's a great ball in it. It's a great header. It's a great goal. Yeah, no, it really is. And he puts in another ball in the second half, Gomez. It's almost as good, doesn't he? He could, you know, he could, could be sitting here, standing here now talking about two great assists from him. Two great crosses. The combinations weren't quite, quite right with Curtis, with Gomez, with Salah. Things were breaking down more than they regularly would. Um, I felt that Thiago was excellent in the first half, especially after we scored. We, yep. we, we really stepped up a gear for 10, 15 minutes. And then in the second half, there's a couple of really big... I mean, I thought all day long, really, our set pieces, free kicks and corners were excellent. I mean, Virgil, the header that Virgil has, yep. I'm, I'm not quite sure what happens there. I just expected it to be at the back of the net. And then Jota has one... trying to absolutely post and stamp it. Yeah. That's how much he backs himself. And, and Jota he's absolutely post and stamp it. He thinks top corner yeah. for this. And then Jota's one is, you know, it's easier than the one he puts away. Yeah. Um, but like you said, just the immense relief that just waved over all of us when we get that penalty and then it hits the back of the net. It is... In the game, I thought it was interesting to see the way in which they've got such faith and trust in each other. 
at the back there. And I thought also Henderson played really well. So you got that little square of four with the goalkeeper, the two centre-halves, and Henderson. We've got to be careful not to take it for granted, I think, Kev. Especially Matip and, and, and Van Dijk. They are just very, very... If I say relaxed, they're not. They're talking all the time. They're on top of one another. But they give a sense of assurance to everyone else. I never got unbelievably nervous. I was just thinking to myself, you've just got to change this Liverpool. You've just got to find a way to make it too. I thought we'd be all right if we had to be. But I thought that those two, yet again, just show it's the bedrock on which everything's built. Yeah, 100%. So, when, when Watford had like a few... They had one real serious chance, didn't they? The one where the lad like, gets down the left-hand side. It was Danny Rowe then. Cuts it back and then I put it just past the post. But the rest of their chances... They were just all, all fat and no shit. They were just, they were, they were hustling and bustling and trying the very hardest. But then they, they just hit the brick wall. That is Matip and Van Dijk. And there was one way Matip he didn't get himself into a situation as such, but he just sort of, he didn't quite deal with it. Just right, and the lad thought, "I've got a chance here." And as he took it past him, Van Dijk was like, "No, son, not today. I'll take this off you." And even the one, the one that they got through in the first half. Which would have been offside 100%. But Allison just comes out, and it must have been like a train coming at that striker because he, he literally had no time to do anything except just slam it straight at him, and that's exactly what he had to do. Great performance from the back, I thought. And we scored immediately after that. I thought there was yeah. another one of those instances, Neil, where and there's been a few of them this season. There's Erdegaard at Arsenal. Um, there's been a couple more where the opposition has what will be deemed come the end of the match their best chance of the game yeah. and within two minutes Liverpool have scored and it felt like Liverpool just went alright then we'll go and do this and we'll take it out of your hands Yeah, Alisson's had so many of those moments this season where he can say I've played as big a part of us winning that game as anyone else on the pitch because I know yeah it may well have been offside but it's key moments he remains big and as you say like, what a daunting prospect going up against him and then to then go and get the goal um, like the game next week is obviously huge, but it's only huge if we do the business today. And I really worried, I have to say, with 10, 15 to go, they were growing into it. When he brings on the three subs as well, which is the most unlike Hodgson thing I've seen in my life. Probably the one, bold. Of was, one of them was cleverly, though. You know I mean? so he <laughs> was, he wasn't exactly throwing a kitchen sink. It's probably it was, one of the he... boldest moves Roy's ever made, hasn't <laughs> yeah, it? To be fair, yeah. You know, they're bringing on Dennis. I, I did think that perhaps, perhaps we've been a little too calm today. Perhaps we haven't... We haven't played with quite enough intensity. Do you know what? I don't think it might. It, 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 I don't think it's necessarily the intensity. Sometimes you just need a little bit more craziness. But the problem is, you need the opposition to let you have a little bit of a crazy game as well, don't you? And they don't. They just don't allow you to do that. So sometimes we'll want to put a ball into a place where we're not that bothered if it goes to the red shirt or not. Because sometimes it's better if their left back gets it, so Jota can go and absolutely steam it or whoever it is over it. And against Watford. Like they listen if, if they're not an else they're organised and so you struggle to have any sort of craziness in a game I think no I, I think genuinely I'm not being facetious when I say this and if any Watford supporters listen to this or see this I'm not being facetious they got the result they were coming for in one sense today in that I think one of the things that they'll come into this they got B5-0 when they last played us and it could have been 8 that wouldn't be an exaggeration Kev and I think that he turns up today Roy and one of the things he's thinking is listen I'll take one I'll take one nil on 85 he gets one nil on 85 I'll then take no worse than 2-0 I've got to worry about goal difference he gets 2-0 and I'm not being facetious they are where they are on the table we are where we are on the table he's got a certain job to do I think and one of the things that he can't have is the goal difference get out of control yeah also not just the goal difference though if you, if they come here today and get absolutely slammed 5 or 6 it's the spirit for the rest of the season yeah confidence for the way everyone feels it, it all goes so they, they won't allow that to happen so then Liverpool are faced with a different prospect aren't they they're not faced with a team who have gone 1-0 down who are coming out of the, from the back and trying like to when we played goal. West Ham 
Yeah, one against West Ham was like West Ham thought we can get something from this. Exactly. So today they are not overly asked over what they can get from, from going forward point of view, but they're happy to sit in there and prove to maybe not just not to us, but prove to each other and to prove to their fans. Listen, we're playing a better team, but we've still got the bollocks to sit and do what we need to do. And if you have that performance against probably 80% of the teams in the league, they're unlikely to concede the goal. Do you know what I mean? That header, most forwards don't score. That header, that Jota scores, and if we don't score, then we might not have got the penalty later on. So from their point of view, I agree with what you're saying. Listen, obviously they don't come to get beat, but 2-0 is no bad result for them there. And the fact that they come to play like that means that our, our job is to try and break them down. And it's never going to be a 5-0 then, is it? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it was ever going to be a 5-0, but if that's the case, we need to we need to provide the chaos ourselves. Well, I think we I think we could be, I think we could be better 35 to 45. I think I think that's when we needed to swamp them and go. Jamie, we're in there, Taggies. By the way, Jamie's just about to start playing. You'll be able to hear it, and that's all sound. You'll put up with it. That's where we are. I think that's where we needed to go. All right, this is going to be an unbearable 50, 50, 10, 15 yeah, minutes yeah. for you, and we're going to absolutely swarm you. That's what that was the time to turn it up, I think, and that was the time to go one nil to two nil, and then get in half time and go there. You go boys see you later yeah and I felt in that respect I would have liked to have seen Diaz today yeah. I thought we I thought we missed the sort of the unpredictability that he brings the ability to carry the ball the ability to beat a man there was some of that from Firmino I thought some nice touches I thought Robertson had another strong game I think he's been in really good form yeah. for months but for me it just became a little bit predictable um, just shuffling from side to side Henderson's passing wasn't quite on it in the first half a couple of times, he, you know, he was overhitting it. I don't know. It felt like Thiago was the only one who brought that bit of unpredictability. At times, I don't know what Thiago. At thinking. times, in a brilliant way. Yeah. At times, in a totally one ball bad to way. Jones first half that he fucking arrows into him. Yeah. Right, and it was almost like Curtis wasn't expecting yeah. it and didn't know what to do next. And it was one of the first ridiculous shots. Yeah. But then the other time, the one where he, he tried to kick it past the lad and it nearly went into touch with a throw. Yeah. And then he then, oh, no, you haven't. Then anyway, yeah, you've, you've, back, you've come this far. He's such an unorthodox footballer. I was thinking, I don't think I've ever seen really many players who are unu as unusual as Thiago. I mean, at like an elite level. I've seen plenty of crap players who could do something mad. <laughs> but like players who are you know, world class, like obviously a world class footballer but just crackers and there was that spell when we were just kicking up in the ball kicking the ball up in the air for about five minutes as well towards the last ten where I was just like what is going on here See, but just this around maybe this is the chaos Liverpool signings is using what we're just like fuck you so I'm not getting involved yeah, but not, do well, whatever you want I'm not Ismail Assad is still playing right back that situation <laughs> has not changed he is still sat back that back there just on I want to talk about Gomez for a second because I think what this manager's great at Kev and when he gets some time with him Gomez hasn't gone away he's had a bit of time and to me I thought to be fair I also thought, thought the same thing of Forrest I thought with Gomez, one of the things that's great with him is he's just started to back himself. He's a centre half playing right back, but it's like Jürgen's got you're a centre half playing right back, enjoy it. But cut loose, and I think you got to see it with him today, and I made up with the celebration. Jota was happier for Gomez for having put the ball in than for himself for scoring, and I think that's the sort of thing that's great to see. Yeah, well, that shows that he's a member of the squad that they all love, which is great to see because he's had a bit, he's had to stop start season, hasn't he? And as a centre half, he's fucking great. Do you know what I mean? If you if you're throwing him in centre half for any other team in the league, he'd be, he'd be their number one centre half, and he can't. Start for it, City so today. hundred percent, hundred percent, he'd start for City. But he's done a job there today at right back that no other centre half that Liverpool have got could have done. Yep. So do you know what I mean? He's the most. He, he's sort of beaten by his own adaptability. The fact that he can go and break that thing makes him the one that has to play it on the right day. And I thought again, he thought he was sad. He played well against Forest. He's, he's built on it today. He's not going to get many chances because Trent hopefully is not going to be injured. But the ball in first half was fucking great. And second half as well, he didn't half have a few little bits towards the cup with little bits of skills and drag backs and taking it past players. Honestly, he's got so much more to his game than you'd think. 
and seeing him like against a team like that where it's lads you've got to go and do it and he, today he's gone and done it and fair play to him because he must have been rusty as any and it's the same with Curtis Jones players like that are coming in they haven't played football for ages they haven't played in 90 minutes for fucking ages and both of them come in today and done a great job I thought we always talk about his recovery pace as well and like yeah. what an asset that is to him well if you're playing as fullback and you're as fast as fuck yeah, yeah. as Gomez is I mean you know it's basic stuff but a really fast fullback is always going to ask questions of his opposite number um, like you say, he's had a stop-start season. There's been times when people were even talking about, oh, could he go out on loan? Which I thought was madness that we were going to take away from the squad. That would have been madness, yeah, that. Because he's come in and he's done a really good job. And you say, two games in a row now where he's been a key part of the victory. Fantastic. Just uh, other thing is about the lad who scores the penalty, Neil. He comes on, and to me, he hits the rhythm of the game straight away. Sometimes some subs don't. Uh, he hits the rhythm of the game straight away. He's right into it. I think, I always say this, it always helps at times Fabinho because Fabinho often gets to play with Thiago and Henderson. Yeah. So that, that helps you out, yeah. but I think he gets the rhythm of it straight away. And the sheer confidence I had in, had in him as a penalty taker, the confidence I've got in him all the time. I think in a really quiet way, a lot of this team, as we go through the rest of our lives, there's a lot of them who are going to have big moves to say they're Liverpool greats. And you'll talk about Salah and you'll talk about Mane. I am of the view, genuinely, my all-time Liverpool eleven has Fabinho playing yeah. number six. It has Fabinho playing number six, and we don't talk about this enough. He could be the best one we've seen do that. Uh, you know what I mean? For me, that's how good he is. By the way, I've got Sunes in front of him, in case anyone's going to kick off. I've got Sunes there and Gerard there, so don't fuck with them. Don't feel that to be fair. Don't mess with me. They've all got goals in them, those boys. But there's so much confidence, I think, that you can have with Fabinho in this side and he just to me he's like a wonderful blanket on a cold day he's going to sort all this out his technical ability is up there with any of the best midfielders we've had um, talking about number sixes I don't know Dietmar Haman was, was a fabulous footballer in many respects again really good technical footballer but had no pace didn't have the physicality that you would need in today's game perhaps Xabi Alonso another one you know a wonderful passer of the football but physically I'm not sure he was quite up to it Fabinho has got a little it's like, bit of... It's like a composite of all, the best bits yeah. of all of them. Mascherano as well, yeah. but with a calmer head and with a cooler mind. Um, he is the best of all of, of all the players who've played that holding role for us over the last 20 years. He stands above them all, he really does. And his, his penalty record before he came to the club was tremendous. And then I didn't even know about it. I'd never even heard that he used to slot loads of pens because he never got a chance to take one because when you got Salah in the team... And, and Milner. And Milner, exactly. When was the chances? But... That penalty today is another one where it's the side netting, isn't it? It's, it's basically in off the post. It's fucking unreachable. Unstoppable. Yeah, and he took an extra minute, just he took an extra five seconds just to compose himself, and then he went right. All right, watch this. You talk about this on one of your videos, dickhead. It's going there. <laughs> I mean, and that's off the back of like one of the cheekiest penalties you've ever seen at Wembley. Yeah. You know. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, he's the don. He's the absolute don. He's one of the, yeah. the key components of the title-winning yeah. team of the European Cup-winning team. He's one of the men who's made this all possible and he's a leader and you can see that. And when you look back on great sides, you always say, well, they've got leaders throughout the team and he's just another really obvious captain without having that actual honour. Yeah, he's, he's there. And as you said before, he, do, he doesn't look up all the way through. He looks at the he looks at the ball. He's focused on the ball. He gets his, he gets where he needs to be and he just knows this is where, where I'm putting it in. You know, for me, it's excellence, Kev. It really is, it's excellence. He knows the pressure on that kick because 
I had, I had my biggest wobble when we got the pen in a really weird way because I thought if we don't score this it'll feel like you're setting something up and that's the, the mad things your brains do to see you Imagine football. what your brain's going to uh, be like in six games time he'll flip it up you don't fucking calm down son No that's what I was thinking I was alright I was thinking we're going to win this 1-0 and we got the pen off all the VAR controversy and I thought oh god the narrative of if we miss it now and they make it 1-1 None of that from him. He composed himself. It is brilliant. It is just he's, fuck, he's world class. He's the best number six in the world. There's no, there's no player who's even in comparison to him. He's, he's absolutely phenomenal. As Neil said, not just as a number six, as, as a sort of security. He's technically fantastic. The way he strikes a football is absolutely lovely. But his game intelligence... Like the, we had a chance in the second half where Bobby Firmino comes right through the middle. And that starts from Firmino being the fairest one of our players forward, thinking they might have had a corner or whatever. And he just put the lad under so much pressure. It was like a fucking... I don't know. It was like a spider trying to get the ball off the lad. And the lad must have been thinking, what the fuck is this going on here? And the next Why would he leave me alone? I'm going backwards. Honestly. Why would he leave me alone? And the next thing, Firmino just strides away with the ball and just said, calm, just go, yeah, Bobby, you have it, lad. And then Bobby fucked the ball up to Mane. Like, but it is what it is. Mane didn't help him, by the way. Oh, no. To be fair. I was fur- I was like, Sadio, run faster. Yeah, but, but, but Bobby got the ball in our half. And for the next fucking the next 50 yards, he was going, I want to pass it over there, Lemon. I want to pass it over there. Oh, I was like that, yeah, lads, we know, just fucking do it, only And when he did, it was shite. Absolutely terrible. But Fabinho's part in that whole thing was phenomenal. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Sadio, fucking run faster. Run faster, go there. Scream at him. Um, listen, I was going to say, Fabinho as well, like, the amount of times where he's put under pressure as well, where the opposition think, oh, we'll, we'll go, we'll push, press at him. And he just rides tackles, just rides challenges. His ability to, like, roll a man. Superb for a centre midfielder. He really has got it all. Uh, all right, then we'll begin to wrap this one up. I'm going to ask you for a man of the match in a second. Um, so have a little think about it for a minute or two. Jamie just shouted out there whilst he's playing about James's place. If you want to donate to James's place in any way, shape, or form, you can find them uh, at James's Place UK on Twitter, James's Place UK on Facebook, James Place UK on Instagram, and you can go from there and see everything that they're up to and what they're all about. Jamesesplace.org.uk, only one S, uh, Jamesplace.org.uk for that. Uh, book of collections are going on in taggies right now, and hopefully some money will be raised. If you want to be part of that virtually, that would be great, uh, and we very much appreciate you listening. Also, we put this out for free. Are we, yeah? Yeah, but you spent no all then, you fucking minges. So yeah, we put it out for free. You'd be glad I started it talking shit about wrestling then, wouldn't oh, you? Well, I'm overjoyed. <laughs> um, it's the brand I'm looking for, to be honest with you, Neil. That's exactly the brand I'm looking for. It'll probably do better numbers than we normally do, don't you worry about it at all. <laughs> there is, um, there is from there. Uh, if you are interested in this sort of stuff, we do post-match stuff, video and audio after every game. The best build-up for every game you could ever find on the Anfield wrap. Everything that you need. £10 a month for everything. 7 for audio, 7 for video. And also download the app. If you download the app from there, you get tokens. So if you're listening to this today, you're enjoying it for the first time. If you download the app, you can get some tokens. You can see what we do after Benfica. See what you do after City. And listen, I'm backing us. You will then want to subscribe. Uh, I, you, want, you will want to hear what Neil Atkinson is saying in six games 
these times you can see how, how excited he is about to tune in and all to Watford, mate. Yeah, you Imagine when we fucking tonk Everton in a few weeks. Uh, honestly, when we tonk Everton, whatever happens, we best tonk Everton in a few weeks. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to lash myself off that wall where the kids are playing footy there. Uh, the, manager, the manager post-match, credit to Watford and credit to Roy. He organised the team. He did what he did to make it difficult. We could have done better, but after two weeks, it's a little bit tricky. We were mature and control. Dead funny on the penalty. I didn't see it back. I couldn't see it on the pitch. He says all the way through. But he talks up Gomez, sets up the goal. Another brilliant crash in the second half. How can you replace Trent? I said play like Joe Gomez. He's an excellent player. Talks Jotter up as well. Big two months, hopefully. And for me, during the match, I was with uh, Lauren, who sorted me out for a ticket. So are you, Lauren? And he, he was like, massive April. And I said, lads, massive April. But if it all comes together, even bigger May. You've got everyone's going out a massive four weeks. This I'm like, hang on. If it's a really successful four weeks, it's a it's a huge eight. Um, today, I'm going to ask you a man of the match. But also, next Sunday already looms large. Tuesday looms large. Next Sunday looms large. Would you take a point? Whoa. Fuck no. Hey, only listen. If they get if they get the question, not no, me. By the yeah, way. No, no, yeah, fucking coward. No, I'm just asking you. you, you can, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not laying my colours to the match. In a logical world, if they get beat today, yeah, fine, a point's fine. Fucking, well, listen, we are all. They're winning one nil. City are up, so they're already going to win. So we have got to be all out, fucking charge for that game. Because if they, if they come out of that game ahead of us in the league, and I was them, I'd look at their games and think this is a piece of piss, and we can win the European Cup as well. We have got to charge at them man bastards next week and fucking give it to them, mate. Like we did in the European Cup at Anfield. Go and fucking give it to them. If we beat them next week, it's fucking game over. We will win the league 100%. No draws. You're taking a point? No, I'm not. Not now. Can't I'm not out. Out. No, he's fucking <laughs> not. <laughs> no chance of us taking a point after that. <laughs> no, we've got to go for it, haven't we? And we've got to go for it. We've got we've got difficult fixtures after the City game. We've got some really tough games. You know, Spurs to come to Anfield still. Yeah. United, the Derby. Be and I'll be in an old twice after we played them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we've got to go there. We've got to go for the three points, and I think we're capable of doing it. We're capable of scaring them, and they, you know we've seen when City are put under pressure when teams attack them, they can crumble. Gomez is my man of the match today. Okay, Gomez is my man of the match. Um, it's the managers as well, so you're in good company. Yeah, I think. yeah. I, I was impressed with what Jurgen said there. He's a magnanimous man, Jurgen Klopp. He is. He even gave some credit to Roy Hodgson. I'm not a magnanimous man. <laughs> then, now, and forever, fuck Roy Hodgson. Uh, will always be my stance, but rock solos. <laughs> Neil Docker might be my man of the match with that. I think. What are you going? No, I go with Joe Gomez as well because it's a tough task getting the whole club to take over from Trent, and he's done it today with a plum. Fucking great ball in for the goal, and as I say, he had other bits as well. And there was there was not one bit of defensive worry with him either. He's, he's a cracking player, and I can't wait to see him playing centre half for us. Excellent stuff. I'm going Virgil Van Dijk because he is the best one. Uh, he is in fact just the best one. I thought he was incredible yet again today. It is the Anfield wrap. Download the app. Follow the Reds. We're better than Figo, don't you know? So's Diogo Jota. Liverpool two 0